Today we're stepping into part two of our series, Map Out Your High Ticket Group Coaching Program Fast. And we'll be looking at part two, creating a first rate customer experience. So I'll catch you in a few moments. Welcome to the Leverage Business Podcast, where we believe business success is about working smarter, not harder. Leveraging your time and expertise in ways that fit the digital age you and your clients live in today. I'm your host, Jay Allison, author of Leverage Consulting in the Digital Age and founder of the iSuccess Business Academy. And every week I'll be sharing insights into how you can apply the power of leverage to grow your consulting, coaching or other expert services business and create true freedom and independent success with mindset, marketing and money model breakthroughs. Because when you get leveraged, the sky's the limit. Let's go for it. Hello again. Today we are continuing along our five-step process to map out your high-ticket group program. And in part one last week, we focused on the design when planning a transformational journey for your clients. In part two today, we'll look more at the delivery and creating a first-rate customer experience. Because if you're going to charge high-ticket, then the whole experience, as well as the transformation, the outcomes they get, has got to hit the mark. And if you can get the design and the delivery nailed right, high-ticket group coaching programs are such an effective leverage strategy for three key reasons. Firstly, group programs generally are more scalable as business models than working one-to-one with clients, what in my book I call leveraged delivery. And secondly, and I covered this back in episode 26, the fact is that clients love group programs because they get to work closely with you without having to pay the one-to-one prices. And I covered that in episodes 29 and 30. And third, high-ticket group programs provide a nice premium and or extended experience that's both scalable and profitable. In these two episodes, last week and this week, we're leaning more into the high-ticket advantage, programs that are both a high-end group experience and an extended engagement, sometimes over 6 or 12 months. In terms of price point, I'm talking at least $2,000 or pounds, even programs or consulting assignments that touch the 20000 or 50000 mark. And I just landed one like that, with a new partner on the consulting side of my business for just over £30,000, so about $40,000, about a week ago, which is super cool. Right, first, a quick synopsis of part one. I went through steps one and two of the five-step process focused on designing a high-end group program and the principles and some exercises to help you plan out the transformational journey you will take your clients through. Now, step one showed you how to confidently build your audience's transformational journey. And step two focused on building a magnetic program that your clients are really drawn to want. Today, we're moving on to steps three, four and five. So let's get going. Step three is totally leaning into the high-end element so you can up-level your program with a killer foundation, the pillars of your program, and that's the roadmap for your client's transformation, your curriculum and expert system. If you want your group program to be successful, which obviously you do, 
you need to build a strong foundation. Just throwing ideas out into the wind and hoping for the best will not give you the results that you want. And your clients won't get the results that they want either. In these next exercises, you're going to build the foundation for your group program. Consider these the building blocks of the program. What steps do your clients need to take and in what particular order so they can reach their goal and claim victory? Have you heard the phrase pillar content in the internet marketing world or in regard to content marketing? Basically, the pillars of your business are the primary topics that you're teaching. Those are the reasons your clients seek you out to learn more about these topics from you, their go-to expert. These pillars are the primary basis of your content marketing. In order to attract people to your program or service, you need to teach them and share information that showcases your expertise. It demonstrates that you can actually help them. And once you attract their attention, you can woo them to your email list and highlight your products and other programs in your sales funnel. The pillars in the next exercise serve a similar purpose. They're the basis of your program and should convey exactly what your clients will learn and put into practice. Whereas your business pillars might be broad, your program pillars should be narrow and focused on exactly what your program will tackle, a step-by-step to get to their destination. You're aiming for a particular outcome with this program and your pillars serve as the roadmap to achieve that outcome. When you're clear on what you're offering, then your clients are clear in the transformational change they'll experience alongside you. This is the foundational stage that will create alignment in the overall curriculum and offer your clients a wildly successful transformation. After you outline your pillars, you need to develop your signature framework, your expert system. Basically, do a brain dump of everything you need to teach your clients and then label them in chronological order. But the important thing is, and this is what I teach very specifically, is it's not all about content. It's about the combination of content and an activity and the support and feedback that you'll give to that person as they work through it. If you're already working with clients one-to-one, then think about what you do from the moment they sign up with you to completing the project. It's not just a teaching exercise for sure. Outlining your program this way allows you to notice if there are missing pieces and you'll also get a feel for the flow. And as you run your program in the pilot round, you'll get feedback from people about what's working for them. And then you'll be able to fill in any gaps that help with their experience and help with their learning and progression. A smooth flow gently glides your clients to their goal. A jumpy back and forth will only confuse and frustrate them and they won't feel like they're getting anywhere. So let's do a quick exercise. And this one is all about program pillars. Remember, again, this is all in the workbook for you. So go to jallison.com forward slash isuccess forward slash group hyphen program hyphen planner. Just get that one in there again so that you don't forget, because that's just a really good way of working through all of this. It's pretty hard doing it via audio. So the workbook really complements what we're going through now. So the exercise is to create the pillars of what you teach in this program. And the goal should be five to 10 pillars that are the foundation of your participants' success. So make a table of your pillar titles and description. But as I said, I always add extra columns in there so that you've got what's the resource, 
what's the activity and what's the feedback mechanism. The next exercise is to develop your signature framework. So you're going to brainstorm everything you know about helping your client reach their goals. And when finished, go back and number each item in your list according to the process. Now put those thoughts into chronological order. What do you need to teach first, second, third, etc. to move your clients towards their goal? Now decide if any of these tasks can be grouped together and discussed at the same time. Can you eliminate any because they don't fit with the overall theme of the program? And then ask yourself, does the order of tasks flow logically? What topics can be combined? What topics should be eliminated? So we'll move swiftly on now to step four, and that's to craft an irresistible program that attracts solid high-end clients every day. This is the curriculum and delivery model for your program. Building a program that your potential clients can't say no to is right at your fingertips here. This outline is going to help you get massively clear and intentional to craft a curriculum that's inspired and delivers on your promise. And we're diving into details here again in terms of what you'll need to proceed with each lesson. Keep in mind, you do not need to create all of these components all at once or this weekend. We're outlining, making plans, and then you'll check the current inventory of content that you have to see what can be repurposed. Sometimes it's good to start from scratch, but other times it's worth spending a little bit of time looking at what you already have. Outsourcing is also an option if your final list seems too overwhelming. When outsourcing, you can also just assign select pieces of your course. It's not an all or nothing situation, which I hope is reassuring if you're running on a tight budget. First, take your pillar list and jot down some notes about the resources you want to use. Some topics are better suited for certain types of media. For instance, if you need to demonstrate how something works or how to install a certain software, pre-recording a video or sharing your screen via a webinar is going to be easier to follow for your clients. Likewise, case studies or other kinds of storytelling can be done in a written ebook or recorded as an audio. The choice is yours. You'll also make this much more of a reality by scheduling your lessons on a master calendar. Does that timing and order of lessons still make sense? Are there any dates that might cause a problem? Pencil it all in and make changes as necessary. Next, think about how many types of resources you're going to need to produce for each pillar lesson. If you're talking strategy, a one-hour webinar may be enough time. If you're teaching about something much more complex, then multiple videos put together in a useful order might be helpful to get deeper into your subject matter. One note. Even though we're talking about teaching resources, remember to put extra focus on your group of clients. Not only are a lot of transformational high-end programs activity-led, the dialogue amongst your participants and with you in a group setting is a huge part of the value you're providing. Plus, your client's input about your subject matter can lead to remarkable discussions and perspectives that you may not have thought about. Even though they look to you as the leader and teacher, their transformational experience can be enhanced by the conversations amongst themselves. So don't discount that discussion time, no matter how many learning resources you provide. 
There's a reason why you may see an increasing number of group programs that take the form of a facilitated mastermind. These are less about you teaching and more about your people sharing experiences, knowledge and challenges they face, whether that's in their life or business, their career or relationships. It's a good way for people to share their collective wisdom. And there's nothing wrong with being a little bit vulnerable and asking for ideas. And even the most private of people can be coaxed out of closed loop thinking so they can get all of the wonderful value from a participatory experience in a group. It can be super empowering in terms of moving you forward. But you, as the designer of this experience, need to set it up so that they feel comfortable and safe to start opening up. Now that you have a list of content for your group, let's take a look at your current content inventory to see if anything can be reused. Have you taught this subject before? Take a look at your older resources and update as necessary or add new resources. Do you have a success journal or an ideas notebook you use to capture pearls of wisdom or stories from your everyday work or experiences? Use that to outline your session's key takeaways. Do you have an ebook on the subject? Use that as one of the resources. Do you have older blog posts or PowerPoint slides? Create a webinar with this content and update it as needed. As you continue making these outlines, look for any gaps, either in the types of resources you're providing or in the subject matter. Make adjustments as needed, but also take notes about the types of content and the amount you'll have to create from scratch. Schedule enough time to do it yourself or start looking for a VA, a creative person who can help you to create content. Lastly, consider any high-end bonuses that you'd like to include as part of the program package. Since you're aiming for high-end clientele, you need a lot more than templates or worksheets to offer. Think big, like weekend retreats or VIP days. Get creative and think in terms of what will appeal to your high-end clients. What would be the icing on the cake for them, so to speak? Something that would really tip them towards a big yes to sign up for your program. So we're going to start now with the first exercise for this part. And all of the exercises and the worksheets are in the group program planner that I provided last episode. And I will give you the link again this episode. And that can be found at jallison.com forward slash isuccess forward slash group hyphen program hyphen planner and it'll also be in the show notes so you can grab that after you've listened and go through it again. So the first exercise is our curriculum overview. So what you're going to do is identify your program structure and fill in the worksheets in the planner that break down your program by month and then fill in what you will provide for content. Create a worksheet for each month or module that gives you a topic, the resource, an activity and the feedback. And if your program runs longer than three months, simply copy the pages into a new file or print out extra worksheets. The next exercise is an inventory of your assets. So what you want to do is identify what content you already have that can be repurposed into the program structure. Go through the inventory and pull out all the content that matches the program structure you've just identified and add it to this exercise. So that means blog posts, articles, images, infographics, videos, audio, worksheets, ebooks, you name it. It's that's where it gets placed. That's where it gets mapped out. The next exercise is our gap identifier. 
So here you're going to brainstorm what you still need to create to fill any gaps where you don't have any repurposed content. So take note of the format and if you'll need to outsource. Create a table for each lesson, lesson number or topic, however you want to list it. Create a resource list, a content to reuse and new content to create. So create a table with those as the columns. And the next exercise is about your fresh bonuses. Let's map out the bonuses you're going to offer so that people jump into this program easily, even at a high price ticket. Use the brainstorm list in the planner workbook to dump any and all ideas and then sort through them and map out details of the ones that interest you the most. So the table, the template for doing that is in the planner. Look at which of these brainstorm ideas will appeal the most to your prospects. Make notes about your next steps to create this bonus. And then you have to decide at what point in the program will clients receive this bonus. Will the bonus be a virtual thing or in person? For in person, you'll need to choose a location. You'll need to research travel prices. You'll need to maybe rent space. You may need to book lodgings for people. Do you need to order food or book a caterer? And will an event planner or meeting organiser be more equipped to help or find better pricing for you? Will the bonus be included in the programme price or an extra? Next, let's move to step five. And that's cultivating a process that builds genuine rapport and excitement to start your programme. Getting a yes and hearing the ka-ching from your Stripe account or PayPal is just the beginning. Once your client is in, we need to ensure they're quickly set up for success. Your welcome and onboarding process should pinpoint the exact process to welcome your new client with open arms and begin building a relationship that excites them continually. Remember that onboarding a new client isn't just about filling out paperwork. It's about the whole process and experience from the moment you speak to them until the moment they leave your service. Of course, you'll want them to stay as a long-term client, so making them feel special and creating new products and programs to keep them loyal is all part of the onboarding experience. As a customer, have you ever been less than thrilled with one of your shopping experiences? I know I have. And have you ever hired a contractor who took days, weeks or months to return your call or get the job done? These may seem like tiny incidents and just part of the process of running a business or getting a project completed, but they all leave a really bad first impression, which is not what we're aiming for, especially with a high class clientele. So take these personal examples and learn from them. How would you have preferred to be treated? What resolution were you hoping for but didn't receive? What would have turned your impression around immediately? Craft your client's journey with these things in mind. Not everything is going to run smoothly when you onboard a new client, but how you respond to their frustration or their irritation, it makes all the difference. To begin, you'll want to map out your client's journey from the moment they show some interest in your program until they pay to join. How will you attract their attention? How will you entice them to learn more? How will you convince them that they do need your program? And I've always referred to my Engage, Educate, Enroll pathway as a high-level way of mapping this out and the basis of that end-to-end -end customer journey. 
but the process doesn't stop as soon as you enroll a new client. What happens after enrollment is also pretty important for that first great impression of you. Once they pay, how will you calm their nerves that this was indeed a wise investment? If there's still time before the program starts, such as days or weeks, how will you keep them excited? How will you build up some commitment to get started once the program begins? Will you do anything extra besides provide the best possible content and coaching possible? I've just got a client who started on this exact journey and she's got a small pilot program running. She's got new people joining. There's all kinds of things kind of flying around. Um, but because we did the preparation beforehand, much of that is is minor details as opposed to really flying by the seat of her pants. So it means she can focus on her participants. She can focus on the delivery, the initial module zero part of her program. Next, it's time to create a customized workflow. Usually workflows follow the if this, then that equation, meaning if this person sends an email asking questions, then I need my VA to schedule a discovery call. When you're producing high-end items, your clients will likely need more convincing and hand-holding before they invest. So be prepared to speak directly with them on a personal basis, ready and willing to answer their questions and to really dig deep into whether they are a suitable candidate for your program. The order in which these things should happen is easier to organize with a workflow checklist. Once a new client pays the program fee, what happens next? Be prepared. How are they welcomed into your inner circle? And again, it may seem like a small thing, but your high-end clients expect high-end service. So plan out your welcome strategy and then put it into action. So our next exercise is about the client journey framework. You're going to identify the client journey from the moment they show interest to the moment they send payment. Level one, your prospects shown interest. How do you keep them interested? Level two, your prospect has questions. Schedule a discovery call. Level three, your prospect is hesitating at the price. How can you clarify the value for them in relation to the need or problem that they want to solve and trust in you to deliver the solution? Now, much of this can be achieved on the enrollment call, on the discovery call or exploratory call, whatever you decided to call your free session, your consultative sales process, because handling objections early on in the conversation means you haven't got a whole load of hesitation right at the end. If you haven't listened to it already or you want to revisit all of this, if you go to episode 23, how to use consultative sales to enroll clients with ease and grace, and there's quite a lot in there which talks you through that process. Our next exercise is an administrative checklist. Look at your workflow and identify any tweaks that need to be made to ensure the client journey is set up for success. And it's super simple. Add your own ideas, customize it to your program, then hand over to a team member to fulfill. In the workbook, there is an admin checklist so you can start to brainstorm the different levels that I just went through. So level one, interest share free content, host a webinar that shows next steps, share case studies that show proven results. Or level two, the discovery call, where you learn about the prospect's background, learn about the prospect's needs, ask qualifying questions. 
And level three, when there's hesitation before paying, what more can you offer the prospect? What objections do you need to address? What do you really need to dig into and find out the issue behind the objection? And where do you share case studies and testimonials? The next exercise is to welcome them with open arms. It's a great exercise, but really you still have to create a welcome process and maybe even designate a team member if it's not yourself to follow through with each client. So this is where you look at, you know, your prospects paid. Now what? Well, first, they're going to want an immediate personal acknowledgement, a letter or an email, maybe even an audio message or a personal phone call. Maybe you want to add a personal gift, something branded for your business, something relevant to a personal hobby, something a little bit quirky that says something about you or something that's relevant to their business. Next, you'll want to want some regular emails leading up to the program start. This is like a warm up campaign. Create a list of topics or questions that you can address. Give them something to read while they're waiting for the actual start date. And that is it, folks. Uh, Really, you know, if there's any questions, then please feel free to hit reply to any of the emails that you get from me if you're on my list. If you're not on my list, then go sign up and uh, you'll be able to download that free planner and get on my list. And that's at jallison.com forward slash isuccess forward slash group hyphen program hyphen planner. Just go to the podcast page, the easy way to remember that. It's simply leveraged business podcast.com. Just a final word to say that our high ticket group program that's highly scalable and highly profitable for you and a high end, high quality experience for your clients is a total win win as a leveraged business strategy, as long as it doesn't stress you out. And that's what the planner is there to help you with. When you map everything out and create workflows for everything that needs to happen, things are likely to run nice and smoothly for a stress-free experience for you and your clients. I'd love to hear how these two episodes have landed with you. If you've got questions or comments, head over to the podcast site, as I say, leveragebusinesspodcast.com and find all the episodes back, links to the show notes and a section where you can submit a question or comment, written or audio, up to you. I'd really love to get your take on what's standing in your way planning a high ticket group program or getting one up and running. Next week, you are in for a treat. I have a wonderful guest lined up for you and we've covered so much ground in our interview. We had to split it into two episodes. Sarah Cook of The Healthy Business will be joining me to chew the cud on finding a business model that works for you looking at what success really means to you and achieving the elusive equilibrium in our goals around time, money and lifestyle. Until then, have a fabulous weekend and a super focused week, maybe even mapping out a high ticket group program. Cha-cha for now from me. Thank you for listening to the Leverage Business Podcast. Want to create leverage in your business? Did this episode provide some insights and ideas to be thinking through? If so, subscribe so you get alerts when the next one's released. If you want to learn more or would like help and support with building a leveraged business that achieves true freedom for you, then head over to jallison.com forward slash podcast to find all the resources and links that go with this show on my website and to join our iSuccess community. 
And if you're enjoying our content, it would be great if you could pop into Apple Podcasts or the app you listen from and leave me a rating and review. Everyone makes a difference to improving our rankings. So thank you if you've done that already. I appreciate you. So hey, that's it. Thank you for listening. I hope you've loved this episode and have some great takeaways to be thinking through. I wish you a pleasant, productive and profitable week. And I'll see you again next time for another episode of the Leverage Business Podcast.